Welcome to the Possibility of Today radio show. This weekly series mixes entertainment with inspiration and information to help you learn how to live in a different way and take advantage of all the possibilities of today. Do you want to find the way to your something more and live life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place. Host Sybil Shavis will guide you through an exciting journey of self-discovery and transformation so you can be entertained, be inspired, and be informed. Now, here's Sybil. Good morning, good afternoon, or I guess even good evening, depending on where you are and when you are tuning in. Welcome to the Possibility of Today podcast. I hope you're having a good day so far, no matter what time it is. If this is the first time you've tuned in to this podcast, it's all about the possibilities we have today to make little adjustments or start seeing things in a different and better way. And then those small changes that we make today can end up having this major positive impact on our lives and how things in our future play out. It's commonly known as the ripple effect, which you probably have heard of before. The ripple effect is when you take a little pebble and you throw it into the middle of a lake. Like imagine just a real still lake and you throw this pebble in the right way. And then I'm sure you've probably either seen this or done it. And this series of ripples extends from it. Well, the ripple effect doesn't just happen in water. It can also happen in our lives. In fact, it can happen in a big and positive way. And this positive ripple effect is what we're talking about setting in motion today. And specifically as it has to do with our desires, you know, the things that we want for our life. And I'm not just talking about goals and dreams. I mean, of course, those are included. But I'm also talking about those things that you've just always wanted, or those things that you've just felt deep down are right for you, but for whatever reason, they haven't really come to fruition. You know, maybe it's something to do with your relationship or even finding the right relationship, or you've just always felt like you wanted to be in better shape, or there's something you want for your career, or your job. I mean, it could also pertain to how you want to feel. Maybe you're just tired from running through the whirlwind of life and you know there just has to be a better way. The truth is it could really be about anything that you desire. It's just that it's something that continually comes up in your mind. Well, a common trap we can fall into is the trap of not taking our desires seriously enough and understanding that not only do we desire certain things for a really good reason, but also there are things we can and should be doing today so that these desires become more than just desires. You know, they actually become our reality. It's easy to kind of fall into this trap, right? Where we convince ourselves that it is what it is, or, you know, at this point, there's nothing we can really do about it. I mean, people say these things all the time. I know I've definitely said them myself. And what happens is that we end up staying in the same place we've been in for a while. And of course, it's not the place that we actually want to be. Does that sound familiar at all? You know, is there anything that you've ever resigned yourself to accepting because it just felt like there wasn't anything that you could really do about it? Well, there's all this research that has shown that even though we assume we have to make big changes to get these big results... The reality is that the right small changes can be just as powerful as the big ones. 
and give us just as big of results and most importantly, the results we've always been looking for. So that's what this show is all about today because it's easy to overlook the possibility we have today to look at our desires differently. And when we see them for what they are and we can look at them in a better or a little bit of a different light, it just helps spring us right into action so we can make certain we're taking advantage of our ability to make progress when it comes to the things that are most right for us. And when it comes to your desires and the things that you really want for your life, it's important for us to understand that there's a reason, right? There's a very good reason why there are specific things that you're passionate about or why certain things feel right for you. And of course, while it's true that sometimes we have these ideas and desires, I know I have them all the time that just seem to continually come in and then, you know, in a couple of weeks, we don't have them anymore. They're more temporary and initially they seemed like great ideas, but the more and more we think about them, we realize they're not and they end up fading away. Granted, we have those and that's not what we're talking about because we also have those desires and things we know are just right for us. And these are the ones that stay around. They have, you know, quote unquote, staying power. So it's these longer term desires or things we feel deep down are truly right for us that we're talking about today because we can overlook the fact that one of the main reasons these desires or feelings keep coming up is not by accident. It's not random. You know, these desires aren't something we want to not take seriously because they're meant specifically for us and they're actually pointing us in the direction that our life is meant to grow and we have to do our part to make them happen. Actually, to that point, I came across this clip of Cindy Crawford, you know, the famous actress, and I thought what she said was so profound. She was talking about really taking our desire seriously and specifically how she had learned that lesson in her own life and understood that you know, the things that she wanted were there for a reason and she was meant to listen to the direction they were pointing her in and go after them, even if it meant making hard decisions or pushing herself a little to do things out of her comfort zone. Listen to what Cindy Crawford had to say. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's defining what you don't want that helps you then get closer to what you do want. My goal in life is just to be present it's really about making choices, what you're going to do with your time and your energy, and then, and then fully being there. Part of being present, you know, besides just being in the moment, is being willing to go where the present takes you, even if it's difficult or hard work or not fun. Being willing to go down that road because that's where you, you know, when, when you come out the other side, that's when you really grow. That to me is like the richness of life. I think what she said there is just so true about, you know, that really being the richness of life. And it is so important to not let life go by without doing the things that we're meant to do and making the changes we're meant to make. And that is the great thing about desires because they create certain feelings in us that are doing their best to catch our attention and get us to move in the direction we know deep down is right. It's like that 
great quote by Fabian Fredrickson explains, the things you are passionate about are not random. They are your calling. And I love that quote because it just drives the point home that our desires are our calling. And when we are listening to them and responding to them in the right way, they're always going to lead us to all of the ways that our life is meant to grow. For example, let's start with the things that, you know, we've always felt we're meant to do, our dreams. There actually was this great story just this week in the news about Sam Smith. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's this amazing singer out of the UK. And he's also the perfect example of how the instant we make the choice to go after our dream and start taking action, we set in motion this ripple effect. And when we have perseverance and we're open to growing and learning the lessons that we're meant to learn, the day will come when we make it up what I call our possibility spiral and we get to exactly where we wanted to be. In case you haven't heard Sam Smith's story, he and his family have been pursuing his singing career for a long time. In fact, his parents actually knew that Sam could sing when he was only eight years old because he was singing along to this Whitney Houston song and, of course, just sounded really, really good. So this week, Sam's desires really started becoming more and more of a reality and he made a record-breaking debut on the U.S. Billboard's charts. Actually, check out this little excerpt of him singing. It was all in the news this week. If you haven't heard it, you've got to hear it. The industry is saying it literally is one of the best interpretations and versions ever made of Whitney Houston's popular song, How Will I Know. How will I know if you really love me? I say a prayer with every heartbeat. I fall in love whenever we meet. I'm asking you that you know about these things. How will I know if you're thinking of? Amazing, right? I've listened to that song so many times this week since hearing it. What has always been so interesting to me, though, is that we can look at these talented singers like Sam Smith and know definitively that they were simply born to sing. There's no doubting that Sam's desire to become a singer was something he was meant to pursue and take action on. But then when we think of ourselves, for whatever reason, it's so easy to lose sight of the fact that the same reality and truth applies to us personally. Granted, we may not be a singer like Sam Smith, but there are things we desire for our life, for our career, for our relationships. And these things aren't random. You know, just like that quote explained, they are our personal desires. They're our calling and we're meant to have them. And just like it would have been a mistake for Sam Smith to not take his desire to sing seriously and do everything he possibly could to make it happen, it would be a mistake for us to not take our own desire seriously. But it's an easy trap that we can fall into, and it's so easy to discount our personal desires or the things that we feel are right for us. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? But the reality is that we desire these things for a reason. In fact, in many instances, our desires are our intuition 
doing its best to point us in the right direction. You know, there's either something we're meant to work on improving or change or just do differently. And our desires are there so that we'll recognize them, take them seriously and figure out what our best next steps are to have them. And that's what stepping back and really understanding that your desires are not random. It just helps you see that, you know, making that little change to how you see the things you desire for your life allows it to really settle in that it's no longer about questioning the things you desire or wondering if you're meant to do something or to change something. Because once you settle on the idea that your desires are your calling, it becomes obvious that you're supposed to respond to them and do something about the direction they're trying to lead you in. Now, of course, this doesn't mean you just make rash decisions and respond to every little thought or impulse that runs through your mind. But when there are those things that we felt for some time, our true desires and passions, the things that we just know are right for us, we have to make sure we're doing things today to take steps towards those things we truly want. Listen to what Susan Sarandon, the actress, said on an episode of Masterclass. She was talking about her relationship and how she learned that her personal desires were there for a reason. And of course, she needed to take them seriously and make them known. She said she realized doing anything less than that was never going to get her to where she was meant to be. I've learned that relationships are, are, uh, are like an organism. I mean, they have to keep changing, that there's no such thing as getting them to a certain point and trying to just shore that up and hold on to that, that really your life and your relationship has to be a breathing, constantly changing, reevaluating, um, challenging thing. You know, especially if you're with somebody for a long time, you have to keep touching base. And I think that the best fun of a relationship is when you're on an equal playing field and you're not afraid to, to make your needs known and whatever they are and give the other person the option to deal with what those needs are. Then you can adapt. Then you can come up with different game plans because who you are at 40 is not who you are at 20. Iron out who takes out the garbage. Really talk about some of the stuff that people just don't talk about, that they're either afraid to talk about or don't know enough to talk about, to have these conversations. And when it comes to your relationship, I think what she shared was so profound about a relationship continually needing to grow and evolve and honestly desires continually needing to be put on the table because that's something that's so easy to lose sight of. But the reality is that if we're in a relationship and we want it to be a really good relationship, it is absolutely supposed to be a dynamic one, meaning over the course of the relationship, the relationship's going to change. We're going to change. The person we're with is going to change. And of course your desires for your relationship will change, but they're going to continually point you in the direction of the ways you can grow in your relationship and not just your partner growing, which is what I always thought it was about, you know, but also ways that you can grow and the way that your relationship is going to provide the perfect vehicle for that to happen. I can personally 
attest to that because there were definitely things I wanted for my relationship. I mean, and I still do. And there were ways that I wanted it to grow and continually evolve. And what that meant is I had to recognize the ways that I needed to personally grow and develop, you know, the things that I could change about my approach and the way I handled things and the way I saw things and understanding that that was going to change along with changes my husband was going to make. And those were the things that were going to grow together and essentially lead to the development of my relationship and my desires coming to fruition for my relationship the way that I wanted. And as we've been talking about this entire time, we have desires for so many different areas of our life and they're all meant to be taken seriously. Not the fleeting ones or the ones that are just like impulses, but the ones that we know deep down are meant for us and we've had these desires for a long time. So after the break, we are going to continue this discussion about desires and get into the specific things that we want to make certain we're doing today to move in the right direction when it comes to making our desires our reality. Welcome back. You are listening to The Possibility of Today. And we've been talking all about our desires, you know, the things we want for our life and feel deep down are meant for us. We've been specifically talking about how important it is to take our true desires seriously and never settle or resign to this thinking that, you know, it is what it is. And the next desire I wanted to get into has to do with our careers and our professions, you know, the things that we do for a living. And I think it's a big one. Actually, I know it's a big one. I actually was listening to the speech given by Tess Vigeland. She used to work for NPR and then decided that she was going to jump without a net, meaning that she decided to quit her job Um, And, you know, has been wrestling back and forth with what her desires are, what she really wants. And she just gave so much profound advice during this speech. But what she also did was cited a really interesting statistic that over 70 percent of people are literally disengaged from their current jobs and what they're doing. You may have heard that Gallup released a poll just a couple of weeks ago showing that 70% of the workforce in America, 70% is disengaged from the workplace. 70% of us. And I think that number is so high. And I know there have been times in my career where I definitely was part of that 70%. And the reason why was because I wasn't listening to my desires. They were there and I knew things felt off. You know, my intuition was leading me in that direction, but I had fears, I had doubts, and I just really was uncertain, you know, what I was supposed to do with the fact that I just felt I wasn't supposed to be doing what I was doing, you know, that it was time to move on. And it's not always the case that the current job you're doing isn't the right one for you and it's time to move on. Sometimes what's off is the way that you're approaching things or your perspective or you thinking that your company or whatever's happening 
nothing is really going to change. And so you might as well just say it is what it is, throw your hands up and keep going through the motions when in actuality, you're not meant to throw your hands up. You're meant to speak up or do something differently than you've been doing. It really is different for everyone. And it just depends on your specific experience and what you're doing. But what is always consistent is that our desires will point us in the direction that we're meant to go in. We've just got to be in tune with them and listen to them. And I think it's important to discuss the reality that sometimes we don't know what our true desires are. I know I was in that place for a long time when I was trying to wade through the decision about what I wanted to do with my career. And it's okay if you don't know, if you haven't really identified what your true desires are. But what I lost sight of is the fact that they were there. I was meant to take whatever time it took and go back and forth with my doubts and my uncertainty, but come out the other side understanding this is what my desire is, This is the direction I want to lean in. But the uncertainty that I had made me believe that I was just never going to know. And so the best thing that I could do was just stay doing what I had been doing, but knew wasn't working. And of course, that's never the answer. It's what I call, you know, resigning to the fact to stay trapped in this pattern or an infinite loop. And what I loved about Tess Vigilant's story is, you know, she was working at NPR and had this feeling that something was off, this desire to do something differently than she had been doing. And she just decided, I've got to move on. Like, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but I know that this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. And again, the answer isn't always to quit your job. It's not the same answer for everyone. But what is the same is that we all need to have a certain openness and willingness to make certain we're trying to get to the bottom of what our true desires are, to ask ourselves those tough questions and to be willing to make changes when we know that we need to make them. And Tess Vigeland during this speech shared so many profound pieces of wisdom. I wanted to share with you another little excerpt of her speech where she was explaining how she was personally working through her decision to jump without a net and trying to figure out what was next for her. But I guess what I would tell you is that wherever you are in your career, in the timeline of your relationship with this thing that you do for a living that sometimes you have to give yourself permission and sometimes you have to work really, really, really hard to figure out what's next. I did not think it would be this hard. I really didn't. Maybe I was naive. Maybe this isn't that hard for everybody. And I'm certainly not the first to jump without a net. There are plenty of people who move in and out of jobs all the time and really enjoy it. Good on you if you're that person. Good on you. But don't worry about it if you're not. And by the way, the next person who tells me, just make it happen, gets a punch in the face. And I think what she shared is so important because so often we feel like we're supposed to know the answers and we're supposed to know exactly what to do. 
But the reality is sometimes it is a discovery. And the only thing that we're supposed to do is be willing to take the steps to discover it. For me, that meant, you know, sitting every day for like 30 minutes and just relaxing my mind, quite honestly, turning off my thinking mind and trying to wade through what felt right, what didn't feel right, what did I feel like I was meant to do, what didn't I feel like I wasn't supposed to be doing. And I just gave myself the time for the answers to kind of rise to the surface. But I stayed committed to breaking out of the pattern and not just settling for something I knew that wasn't working. And I knew eventually if I just kept searching that what I was supposed to do would become evident and I could just start leaning in that direction. And of course today, thank goodness, you know, the ripple effect has definitely played out and I am exactly where I know I am meant to be. And another thing that Tess shared that I just thought was so poignant and something to always keep in mind is that if you are being honest with yourself and really settling on the fact that you are going to find your desires and just continually take steps toward them and do what feels right, everything is going to unfold just the way that you need it to. And you can trust that, like you can trust your desires to point you in the right direction and listen to your intuition and know, even though you may not have specific answers, that ultimately by doing that and by being true to yourself, you're going to get exactly where you need to be. Listen to what Tess shared. I do think it's wise though, throughout your career, to take a little time to reevaluate figure out what it is that you really love about what you're doing, figure out what it is that isn't working for you with what you're doing. I didn't really do that very much. Um, I should have. So now I get to start over with this infernal question. What do you want to do now? And how are you going to make it happen? I'm not talking mechanics here. You know, I know how to network. I know how to read the books. I know how to go to websites that are going to help me figure out what my passion is. What I'm talking really about is how do I go about opening my heart, opening my brain to something entirely new, potentially. But I already stepped off one cliff and I really think it was the hardest one. So bring on the next one. Bring on act four. What the hell am I doing? I am still trying to figure that out. But whatever it is, it will be remarkable. And I really do think that, you know, that for me is always kind of my own safety net is that I know as long as I'm following my desires and listening to my intuition, even if there's uncertainty around it, if I'm being true to that, ultimately everything is going to fold exactly as I need it to. And of course, that's the same for you. And so today really is the day to just Take some time and think about what your true desires are for the different areas of your life. And if you know that you've been settling or not moving in the direction of a true desire that you have, today is the day to put a plan together and commit to taking steps toward it, you know, to really remind yourself that the reason why you have this desire is not an accident. It's not random. You can and you're meant to trust it 
and to move toward it, you are meant to have your desires. And that's a great thing. And all we have to do is make certain that we're doing our part and moving toward them every single day. And that's a possibility, quite honestly, that we have today and every today that follows. And that's the show for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had a great week. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I wanted to leave you with another little clip from Sam Smith's song, a rendition of How Will I Know by Whitney Houston. You've got to download the song if you haven't. It's amazing. Have a great week. And of course, live today better than yesterday. Wish I had you near me now. And there's no mistaking what I feel is really long. How will I know? How will I know? To learn more about making a change in your life, visit possibilityoftoday.com. Don't forget to like Sybil's Facebook page by clicking the Facebook icon on her Web Talk Radio profile page. You can also follow her on Twitter using the handle at Sybil Chavis. Thanks for listening this week, and remember to be entertained, be inspired, be informed. <laughs>